Hello everybody, welcome back to my channel. I am your host, Darren James. Glad to be here with all of you guys here today. Hope you're all doing well, hope you're on a good day. Today, I'm talking about John Carpenter, the horror legend himself, who probably just gave like the best interview of his entire career, because the guy just basically just does not care about what he says and, or how he looks, <laughs> which I think is personally brilliant. But with that being said, let's get on with today's episode, shall we? Okay, so recently, um, John Carpenter was in an interview with Insider where the horror icon was told that he's often considered a master of the horror genre but he wasn't really bothered at all when that was mentioned to him. His exact quote was that's nice he said sorry I'm eating a popsicle. <laughs> this is what I mean like the guy just doesn't care. He doesn't care what he says. He doesn't care how he looks within an interview. He just He's just doing his own thing. He's just chilling, doing his own thing. Like, why wouldn't you be like, you're John Carpenter, for God's sakes. You've been in the business for a long, long time. And you could basically take any sort of approach you want within an interview. Good or bad, that's up, that's up for debate. But why would he care? You know what I mean? He's been around the business for so long. interview is going to go and what questions are going to be asked and, you know, so on and so forth. So he carries on by saying, look. I'm not the master of anything, he added. I just want to play video games and watch basketball. That's all I care about doing. I don't want to bother anybody. <laughs> I think that's really cool right there. Like, he just wants to play video games and watch basketball. That's it. You know, he doesn't want to bother anybody about stupid opinions on, you know, who's the master of horror or who's the master of filmmaking or anything like that. He just wants to chill, play video games, watch basketball, eat a popsicle and enjoy his time. You know, enjoy your private life, which is well earned, in my opinion. I am very curious to know what kind of video games does he play. Is he an old school kind of guy? Is he a new school? Like, does he play like a PS5 console or an Xbox console? Is he more of a PC guy? I think I could see him being a little bit of a PC guy, in my opinion. I can't say why because I don't really know why. <laughs> but when I look at him, I think well, he's probably more of a PC guy. He's kind of an old school approach to him. Which is a good thing, that's not a bad thing at all. And I wonder what kind of games he likes to play and what his, some of his favourite games are as well. I'm also interested in basketball. Like, I've watched some basketball in the past, I'm not a huge fan of it personally. But I'm curious to know what his favourite teams are in terms of basketball. What state does he, uh, or city, does he root for when it comes to basketball. So that's really cool. I'm getting to know a little bit more about him without actually trying to um, get to know him, if that makes sense. It's just, he's just letting us into his world without actually trying to mean to. He's just being himself, being honest, while also giving no shits, which I think is rather cool. <laughs> it does say here, um, John Carpenter plays the Halloween theme on Nintendo, so maybe he's more of a Nintendo kind of guy, who knows? And the Halloween theme for the Michael Myers movies, it's just phenomenal. One of the best scores there is, in my opinion. So Carpenter is currently promoting his upcoming TV series, John Carpenter's Serpent Screams, but it seems like he's not even too bothered to talk about that. I made a little series, he explains. If you don't like it, fuck off. If you do like it, I like you. So there you go. <laughs> he's a man of few words, but I love it. He's got such a bluntness to him, where it's like, I can actually relate to this guy, like that's the sort of approach he has, like this guy just doesn't care, 
either say whatever he wants if we like it. Okay, cool. If we don't like it, well, that's fine too. I don't care. <laughs> I'm happy doing my own thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you requested this interview, so, you know, you snooze, you lose, I guess you could say. <laughs> Thankfully, he did have a lot to say about horror in general, with Carpenter explaining that it's always about creating a good story at the heart of it. The thing that matters in a horror movie, in a horror movie, most of all, forget everything else, is a great story, he said. I don't care about final girls or jump scares or anything else. That's all secondary, which I completely agree with. Every movie, TV, music, property, whatever it may be, needs a good story to it. Because that's what people gravitate towards most, is a story. Every, everything else just sort of blends in with the movie, or you know the property you're working on. If you haven't got a good story, no one's going to care. It's just how it is. Story matters beyond anything else, period. End of sentence. <laughs> um, that's all secondary, he said. That's all besides the point. Good story is what horror is all about. That's what I searched the world for. That, that's what I tried to do. Carlton mentioned that some of his favourite horror directors include Jordan Peele and David Gordon Green. He also has a good idea why horror movies are finally being taken more seriously. He says... Look, horror movies have been around since the beginning of cinema, a hundred years ago, he said. The origins of cinema are in horror, and mainly because it is very cinematic and audiences love to be scared, which is very true. And it's always been with us. Every generation, a director will come along, a producer will come along, and reinvent the horror film. Look back at the Depression era. Out came Dracula. It was a huge sensation, followed by Frankenstein, also a huge sensation. Why were these movies a sensation, he posed, because they spoke to people of the generation who were going through a tough, tough time. Then later, horror changed again. It evolved, the generation changes. And I think a turning point for horror was Psycho back in 1960. Alfred Hitchcock, he really changed it. And then later, there were other turns. I remember seeing The Night of the Living Dead in 1968. It was a huge turn for horror. Later was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massive turn for horror. So these things happen and they are generational. Our generation is doing it and the next generation will come along and pick up the pieces of horror. The troops, the stories and remake it. And I love that. That's something that keeps renewing it. He's right. You know, everyone's going to come along and take a different spin towards a movie. Like a movie franchise and a movie genre itself. And that's what I like about the latest horror films, where we got the, the conjuring movies, for example. The conjuring movies have been really, have been really story-focused first and characters-focused. Every girl kind of came afterwards, you know? And Jordan Peele himself, he made the movie Get Out, which was a phenomenal movie. Um, we were really class as a horror, sense as such, but it was a great movie, and that had many twists and turns that I did not see coming. And it spoke about a lot of issues in today's society, which I cannot go into because of my skin colour, because I can't really speak to those issues. But jo Jordan Peele is a phenomenal director. I like a lot of his work. I've not seen his latest movie, nope, if I'm not mistaken. But I look forward to getting around to watching that eventually. 
but I'm a really big fan on Get Out. I think that movie was fantastic. Um, it really opened my eyes to what horror can actually be. Like, horror doesn't have to be jump scares, final girls, blood splatter, gruesome deaths. No, 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 no. It can be many different things. It could be just a scene and dialogue within a scene and a person's reaction to that dialogue or, you know, something like that. That's what horror could be. It could be many different things. And I think Jordan Peele really, really grabbed that concept and I think that's really cool of him. And I hope that he continues to make great movies, you know, as his career goes on. Like, I don't know much about him. I think he's mostly known for doing, like, comedy stuff in the past. But, like, now I have a huge respect for his career. Well, even looking at some of the older stuff he's done. I'm excited to see what he does next and in terms of his career. David Gordon Green, another person mentioned by John Carpenter. He did the Halloween trilogy, the latest Halloween trilogy. And for the most part, that's mostly mixed. The first movie was beloved by most people, even people who did not actually like the other Halloween movies in the past, even the, the first one, for example. Many people watched this movie and thought, well, okay, this is really cool. I really like this concept. And then came Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends, and that kind of made people a bit mixed on the idea of this franchise, or the um, new ideas that they were going with in terms of this franchise. Either Michael Myers, or, you know, other characters. And I was like, okay, yeah. I don't really care about this. But the main thing I care about with the Halloween films is Jamie Lee Curtis' Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. Because those two were at the very beginning of this franchise and now they were at the very end of the franchise. And those two characters were just drawn together. They are such great chemistry. And that's always something I admire more like than anything else in the movies. It's just those two characters themselves. Like, I'm intrigued by the story. How is it going to end? Obviously, I know now how it ends. But how is it going to end? Is Michael Myers going to die? Is Jamie Lee Curtis' character going to die? Like, those are the things that really kept me going throughout the franchise. Even if it wasn't always great. And even if a lot of movies were just cash grabs or whatever it may be. And I think the movie studio Blumhouse, which David Gordon Green, I think he owns or he works for, They've taken a really great approach with horror movies and they've really gotten a lot of people on board with horror movies, you know, as of late. They've given the horror movies new life and they've added new things into horror movies which people really like and have been dying for for a long, long time. And now people are like, yes, I can get behind this because these people actually care about what they're making. It's not just some crappy crash grab or cash grab ever. It's actually real time being put into these movies and real focus being put into these movies. And they're made for dirt cheap as well for the most part. So it's easy to make the money back as well, which is really cool. And like I said about John Carpenter, this guy just seems like a cool dude. He kind of reminds me of Harrison Ford a little bit. If any of you have seen like a recent Harrison Ford interview over the last couple of years, the guy just does not care. He'll say whatever he wants with an interview. If you like it, fine. If you don't, cool. <laughs> he just does not care. He, like, the thing about interviews, it's like, especially if you're an actor, writer, director, whatever it may be, you're known, like, 
when it comes to interviews, you know you're going to get asked the same question over and over in every single different interview, no matter who interviews you. What was it like working with this person? What was it like working on this project? Can you, tell me, can you talk to me about this past project you did like many years ago? Like, no, I'm here promoting the project that I'm making right now, not about a movie I made 10 decades ago, whatever it may be. Like, Harrison Ford just not want to answer questions about Star Wars every single interview that he's in. He's done with that. You know, he made a lot of money from those franchises, and he had a great career thanks to the Star Wars movies, but he doesn't want to talk about it for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? He's kind of over it. He appreciates those movies, he appreciates what they helped him do in terms of his career, and how they helped his career grow, but that's about it, you know. He doesn't want to keep talking about these movies over and over and over again. And I feel like that's the same way with John Carpenter. He knows the kind of questions he's going to get asked, he knows what kind of approach is going to be taken in every single interview. The manager's like, ugh, you know, I've been doing it for so long, like, I don't know, 50 plus years, whatever it may be. I'm done with it. I just want to chill. I want to play video games. I want to watch basketball. I want to eat a popsicle. And I just want to enjoy what I do. You know, that's it. If people like it, great. If they don't, oh well. It is what it is. But I'd like to know your guys' thoughts on this. Do you think John Carpenter has been a little bit grumpy? Do you like the sort of approach he had in this interview? Uh, do you have a favourite horror movie from John Carpenter? Or just a favourite horror movie in general? We are approaching Halloween, which will be next Tuesday at the time of this recording. So I hope you guys have a great Halloween. I hope you have great plans planned for Halloween. But with that being said, thank you very much for listening slash watching. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thank mm -hmm. you.